Blog Talk Radio. that we are actually an energy body 
and that that energy body is residing in the physical body and uh, that's expressed in astrology in a variety of ways. We're going to hope to be able to include some of that information tonight. And um, the idea here is why sometimes do we feel lighter? Why sometimes do we feel more um, energetically high? Why do we feel more motivated? Why do we feel more connected? Why do we feel like magic is happening around us more easily? And why do we feel more sluggish? Why do we feel slower? Why do we feel more grounded? Why do we feel more unhealthy? Um, that would be the opposing side of it. There is a reason for that, and it's not just a physical reason. So energetic body, vibrational frequency, we are vibrating at a vibrational frequency just like radio waves, uh, television waves, or, um, you know, now we even have cell waves and telephone waves and all things that are being transmitted wirelessly are being transmitted through waves and um, <clears throat> human beings and all life forms have an energy body that is emitting a kind of wave and that energy body on the inside of us is actually vibrating at a specific frequency whether that frequency is high or low is depending a lot upon the things that you actually do to yourself and the way in which you um, handle the body because since we're in the body if the vi if the body is vibrating at a higher frequency then the the inside is able to vibrate at that same higher frequency if we bog the body down and make the body feel heavy then we're vibrating <clears throat> at what's called a more dense frequency so i have an early caller i want to find out who this is area code 901 you're on the inside connection hello just listening into the show just listening yeah. great did you have any like place where you want me to go with it you're listening to you know i talk about uh human vibrational frequency and the way in which it connects with our happiness health success etc anything you want me to specifically focus on yeah, um, I've been uh, reading and studying about the increase in the vibrational frequencies for 2012, but now that it's come in, it seems like my life has just gone crazy. Right. So we'll yeah. focus a little bit then on two, that through 2012 and 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 what the vibrational shift is and and what that's about as well. And thanks for listening. I'll come back to you if you want me to. You can just you know tell me to call to to pick up on 901 in the chat room. Okay. So um, vibrational frequency for um, you know a, the, the period of time that we're in is 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 that we are actually in a time of increased vibrational frequency coming directly from the the galaxy itself because we're moving further and further into um, uh, the Aquarian age which is a part of our galactic center and and where that's where that's located now then we get a vibrational change a vibrational shift some of that we could think about as um, <clears throat> an elevation in vibrational frequency how we're really experiencing it as a change, a change in vibrational frequency. And, of course, that's always going to be experienced as some kind of an increase in a way because a change is very stimulating to people. You, know, you have any kind of change coming, normally it it activates us because it has to arouse our ability to adapt to that change. A little bit of water. So 
um, that that's a part of what the, that caller um, was uh, was thinking is that we have new information, we have a new vibration that's coming to us externally. I'd like to be able to talk about how that integrates with the internal part. <clears throat> so inside of us, we are an energetic being. We know that there's a difference between right a living person and a person who's passed away. And that difference is that energetic piece of us that animates the body. Okay? <clears throat> that piece that animates the body is the is the piece of us that creates the difference between right life and, and, and living and non living. And that that vibrational part of us, that energetic part of us can resonate at a higher frequency or lower frequency along with the body that we're also residing in. So depending upon the way in which you treat your body, the way in which you handle your body will depend upon the vibrational frequency. And it kind of goes along with saying that a higher vibrational frequency is closer to the natural place that you are as an energetic being. And that if you can keep your body at a higher vibrational frequency, a less dense frequency, then you're going to be more connected with spirit. It's harder for you to be able to get in touch and contact with that internal vibrational world, energetic world, <clears throat> if you are um, feeling a more in a more dense, heavier way. So what are some of the things that elevate vibrational frequency, okay? We kind of know it intuitively, but I think it's interesting to think about it in these terms. Things that elevate vibrational frequency are like exercise, eating right water, um, drinking good, clean water, classical music, anything that makes us happy, laughter, comedy. These are the things that elevate our vibrational frequency. They make us less dense, they make us closer to the core energy that we're actually composed of. And things that make us more dense, or <laughs> dense, it's such a great word, right? It has a double meaning. <laughs> the things that make us more dense are the things that lower our vibrational frequency, which might include anything that, that actually disrupts us, or makes us sad, like grief or loss, that can definitely lower your vibrational frequency. But definitely things like too much sugar, alcohol, uh, meat, things that are foods that are dense, we can eat a certain kind of diet that represents a higher vibrational frequency, and then we'll, we'll be lifted up to a higher vibrational state ourselves. If we're eating more, say, vegetables and salad and things like that, then our vibrational state is going to go up because those foods themselves are less dense. If we're eating more fat, everything from, uh, you know, butter to meat and things like that, then the vibrational frequency is going to go down because those things are denser. They're moving more slowly. And... Um, you know, we're in a constant, I think we're in a constant um, 
you know, struggle to enjoy the experience of the body, and occasionally that involves something that creates greater density, right? If you like a slice of chocolate cake and it's covered in butter frosting, that might lower your vibrational frequency. At the same time, it might make you feel happy, especially if it's a birthday party or something fun like that. That might elevate your vibrational frequency. So sometimes we maintain a steady state of a vibrational frequency that's, say, somewhere right in the middle. When we want to be able to create magic in our lives, when we want to be able to uh, manifest better, be able to um, manifest more efficiently, more cleanly, in other words, be able to create a visualization of ourselves and have it manifest in a way that actually turns out to be close to what we originally visualized. I hope I didn't lose you with that one. Then... We, it's good to be at a higher vibrational frequency. This is why things like fasting and um, ritual dance, like ecstatic dance in certain cultures, those kinds of things are used to create uh, visions. They're used to create visions because we're el- they're elevating their vibrational frequency through ritual dance, sensory deprivation. That was a big thing you know, 40 and 30 years ago, where there were sensory deprivation tanks and they're like a flotation tank, that was something that also elevated your vibrational frequency because it, um, it, it unencumbered, it took away the encumbrance of the body from sensory stimulation and so the, the, elevate, the energetic body was able to uh, elevate. Um, I have another caller I'd like to say hello to. Your area code 408, and you're on the inside connection. Hi, Dr. Craig. Hi. My, my name is Bill. I'm in San Jose. Hi, Bill. Yeah, we've talked before. Okay. Um, my birthday is July 11, and I think it was I was born in about somewhere around 2 o'clock in the morning. Bill, if you have a computer on in the background right now while we're on the phone, maybe you could turn down the volume and that way we won't hear that reverb. That help? Yes, definitely. Okay. What's the first additional of your last name? H. Right. You were born in Huntington, Indiana? Right. Got it. Around You said around 2 a.m.? Right. Okay. Wow. You got so many planets in Taurus. How's it been going? Pretty good, actually. Yeah. I must have spoken to you a few months ago, even before Jupiter was going to be transiting all these planets, but this is quite nice to open up your chart and see so many planets in Taurus and... Jupiter's been in Taurus, and I think, have you had any kind of unexpected positive things happen? No. Nothing unexpected? No, not yet. (laughs) Okay, that's fine. Do you have any specific question you want me to answer tonight? Well, I was wondering um, what there might be in the lineup for my health. Okay. So, um, you know, right now it looks like your health is good. And I would tell you that you should definitely be considering to, you know, 
Um, it's interesting because your health is very connected to. Are you are you married? No. No. Do you have a partner? Unfortunately, no. No. Um, here's something really interesting, though, Bill. Do you have someone close in your life that you can communicate with, that you have an intimacy with, even a friend? Um, yes, I live with my daughter. Okay. Who, by the way, is a Taurus. Okay, that's great. And you have a good relationship with her. Yes. Okay, great. Your health is connected, you know, with your ability to, co- to communicate and voice your feelings. And I do see, like, you know, that when when you say, like, unfortunately, no, is that because someone passed away? Uh, yes, I had a partner that passed away, but it's right. been a long time. That's fine. You know what I'm feeling when you ask it about your health is that your health is connected with loss and feelings of grief and loss and by you making an attempt to resolve those things as best you can, that's how you have better health. So there's, you know, there's always a way of you feeling spiritually connected to those who have departed. You know, that mm-hmm. it's not it's not like they leave us and then they are gone forever. They leave us and they're just energetically transferred over to the other side. Right. You understand that, right? Yes, I do. I think that, you know, as the end of the summer comes in, um, uh, the very end of the summer going into the fall, you want to, um, you know, uh, have a good physical and and get get a good physical exam and then consider really thinking about what your health routine is. You know, do you have a health routine? Um, yes, sort of. (laughs) You know what I mean, like diet and exercise and, you know, everything from, you know, taking care of your teeth to just taking care of the inside and the outside of your body. Yes, um, my doctor keeps telling me I need to exercise more. Right, so do you Um, exercise at all? Um, right now, I just do my exercising around the house, working, uh, doing housework and doing gardening. Well, see, health is a great part of a conversation about vibrational frequency because it's one of the benefits of elevating that vibration. And exercise is one thing that does that. You know, I remember a long time ago, I was at the YMCA on the Upper West Side in New York where I had a gym membership, and they had like an indoor track. And um, uh-huh. it was hot in there. It was air con- not air-conditioned. And I was getting ready to walk onto the track and do some stretching when a guy was, like, walking off of it, and he was totally sweating, right? I mean, it was really hot in this, you know, track room. It was kind of a small track. It was only, like, an eighth of a mile track, so you had to go around a lot to do a mile. But it was still awesome that it was a real track where people were in there running. I have a great memory of running on that track because it was tilted, and it was really, it was good. You could They did races in there. Um, anyway, the point of the story was that the guy came off, and I said to him, like, looks great. It looks like you got a really good run. And he said to me, have you ever had a bad one? 
have you ever had a bad run? And it was so funny that I thought to myself, no, I never had. And the reason is because after an exercise program, you always feel better. After you exercise, you always feel better, and there's a reason. It's because it elevates you vibrationally. It's not just that it gets your heart pumping. There's more happening in exercise than just the physical benefit. It's actually it's actually detoxifying you in a way and therefore making you vibrationally lighter. So, um and what I, that's what I see for you. I see Saturn going into your 6th house in um in late September, right at the end of the summer, and I see you becoming very involved in not only some kind of a I don't know, for lack of a better word, like almost like some kind of an intimacy group, like you go to some kind of a group and you're able to speak out loud there or share something of yourself in some kind of a group. Anyway, that's a part of it. That's a part of helps your health for you to be able to go and share emotionally because there's so much that you want to share. And um, also just the physical regime of your physical health. But otherwise, you know, it looks quite good. You, the uh, Scorpio is trying to your sun because you're Cancer, Venus, and Cancer. So that's very good. And even with Saturn in opposition to the Taurus in your chart, it's very good. I don't really see a problem. I just see you becoming more connected to what it is that you have to do in order to stay healthy, Right. Hmm. Okay. You know what they say, Bill, if you ignore your health, it'll go away. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. Now, it's one of those things that when we're really young, you know, like teenagers or whatever, we don't realize because the body is at such a high vibrational frequency just because of youth. Just because of youth, we're vibrated at a high vibrational frequency. But even like when we're young, if we, like, you know, drink too much, say, up too late or whatever, we could get sick. We could get sick even when we're young if we, like, pound that vibrational frequency down, 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 down until everything becomes heavy. Then the body can become depleted, right? So it becomes more obvious as we become older. By the time we're, like, 40 or 50, it's even really hard to pull an all-nighter. Mm-hmm. So... Keep elevating yourself by doing the right thing for your health, and your health will stay the best that it can. There are obviously a lot of healing modalities that you can do to elevate your vitality and your and your um, your vibrational frequency. I think things like acupuncture or massage, those things really elevate you. If you've ever had that, you leave a, an acupuncture treatment and you feel lighter, you feel more energy, and it's because the... The needling stimulates the chi in 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 Asian medicine. That um, energetic frequency, the vibrational frequency we're talking about in Asian medicine, they call it the chi. Do you know that word? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So inside of us, we have the chi, and the chi is the life force. And it can either be good and healthy and, you know, well-stocked up and pumped up through acupuncture and good eating and a walking regime and, you know, keeping your teeth clean even because you don't want your teeth, you don't want that to get anything into the body, you know. 
just not obsessively, just all the different things that we want to put in our routine that help us stay healthy and vibrationally healthy. But health, of course, is not the only benefit. As I was saying before, we have the benefit of being able to actually create magical happenstance because we're vibrating vibrationally higher. That's pretty cool, right? Yes. Well, Bill, it's really good to talk to you, and I'm glad you called in again. Thank you. Okay, and thank you, Dr. Craig. You're welcome. Have a good night, man. Thank you. I love that, and everyone's welcome to call in, but that conversation was really pertinent for tonight because um, vibrational frequency is definitely connected to health. If we're doing things to the body that make us feel slow and sluggish and deplete our vital energy, if the energy of our body, that energy, is so busy all the time trying to repair the damage that we're doing to ourselves all the time, then it can't be busy doing anything else. If we're vibrating at a higher vibrational frequency, then there are other Uh, creative and magical things that can happen in our lives just by being able to visualize what it is that we like, by being able to do what's called calling it into being, you know, call something into being, you know, say, where is that job I've been looking for? I've been on a job hunt. I want that job. Where is it? I'm calling it in. When we're vibrationally at a higher level, it's much easier for us to do that. It's much easier for us to call in physical realities from our creative consciousness it's an amazing thing in um in astrology you know the sun our sun sign is a representation of this vitality so the vital energy is expressed through um the sun sign you'll see that for instance like gemini happy birthday to all our gemini's um If they're vitally low, then they don't really want to read as much. They don't want to talk as much. They're not that interested in learning as much. And they don't laugh as much because their vitality is all about learning and humor. So I think you understand that. It's like whatever whatever our chief or basic essence is, that's the way in which we express that vitality. And if it's if it's good, if it's at an elevated high position, we're feeling filled with energy and vitality, then it's much easier for us to express that vital force. We're we're, you know, closer to it. We're more able to, you know, put it out there and make something happen uh from from that vitality. You know, it's interesting about um, the um, the uh, I've learned in philosophy class. I can remember in philosophy class, taking basic philosophy, <clears throat> the teacher posed the question, you know, does the mind rule the body or does the body rule the mind? Because, you know, we know that we can we can say, oh, well, you know, the mind rules the body, because if I told the body to go out and, you know, go for a run right now, then um, it would, you know, it just would listen. And a lot of people agreed with that, and they were, like, really aligned with that, and they, they, they definitely jumped on board with that. They were like, yeah, 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 you know, the mind rules the body. And then the teacher was like, yeah, but if you, like, had the stomach flu or something, you would see, right, how, how quickly the body rules the mind. And then everybody kind of laughed because it was a very interesting, you know, conundrum for us to see. 
truthfully in the highest you know point of the of the spiritual uh plane right if we're you know very spiritually connected then even if the body is feeling depleted let's say there's a very spiritual person who's running an extremely um grueling schedule you know they're being flown all over they're doing lectures they're teaching teaching working on people they don't sleep a lot they might eat but they don't eat much their nutrition is depleted even that person if they were to get sick they would still have control over their body so to speak they would still be able to use their mind to um help their body to you know find the right path but for the rest of us and we're not all in that guru state right it's very difficult if the body is not along for the ride for us to be able to use our mind to visualize what it is that we want to point of the story is that if your body is taken care of, you'll be vibrationally at a place where the mind will be free to be able to create what it is that it wants to. Otherwise, the mind will be distracted by the low frequency that the body is resonating at. Resonance, it's, um, you know, just like frequency is like a note on a piano. It's like saying that, you know, that what frequency is your body vibrating at? Without being too scientific, if you remember anything about chemistry, there's like heightened states of energy. So you can have, you know, electrons that are at a really low state of energy and electrons that are a really high state of energy, and they're more active. And they're also more capable of being sent out into the universe. So if you have a higher vibrational frequency, then you're going to be able to send a part of your force out into the collective so that that energy can come back to you it's very dynamic and it's very interesting but it's hard to create manifestation from a place of low energy right and people who have low energy are usually not manifesting what they want to and so not manifesting what we want to creates more low energy so part of it is kind of like a cycle you know, when you're saying, like, vibrational frequency, how do I keep it higher? How do I keep that elevated so that I can manifest what I want? First, you have to come out of that loop where when you're not manifesting, then you're doing things to lower your vibrational frequency. It's like, oh, I don't have a job still, or I'm feeling this way or this way, or I'm lonely. I don't have a girlfriend or boyfriend, so I think I'll just go have that beer. I think I'll just eat a half of a pizza or something like that. All of those things, right, cheese is very dense. And it's not like we can't eat that. It's just that we have to recognize that it lowers our vibrational frequency. So what we want to do is we want to be able to keep that resonance high. We want to be able to keep that at a place where you're buzzing. That's why we use that word, because we know that that buzz is what makes the bee fly. So if you're looking to, you know, move around, get things done, go from flower to flower, communicate, and then zip back off to the hive so that you can go and create what it is that you want there and then come back out in the world, you have to be vibrationally moving more quickly. In order to be able to do that, you have to have a higher vitality. That happens from all the things that increase vitality, laughter, humor, good eating, good water, good exercise, good rest, positive thinking people around you, right? We can't prevent painful experiences from happening to us, right? 
Sometimes someone passes away. I have a good friend that that happened to this week. She lost somebody. It's sad, you know. But when that happens, if our vitality is actually really high, we're capable of handling it. We already know that if our vibrational frequency is low and someone passes away, we could get sick because we can't handle the added layer of depleted energy, which happens when we're experiencing grief or loss. So in a continuum of energy, in a hierarchy of energy, we want to work very hard to stay as vibrationally uh, elevated as possible. Um, I'm going to go to the switchboard, I think, because I got a local caller. 323, you're on the inside connection. Hello? Hello, are you there? Okay, it says you were holding. So, um, area code 323, if uh, you're, um, you know, if you actually are holding, then maybe you could let me know in the chat room or, um, you know, um, Maybe I'll check in with you again in another minute. Maybe you got a call waiting and then you put me on hold or something like that. So um, that wasn't very vibrationally high of you. Um, In astrology, it's the sun that provides the vitality, but there are things that create vibrational frequency. All of the planets, in fact, create a vibrational frequency based on the way in which they function. So, you know, the, um, say, Mercury creates vibrational frequency from communicating, Venus from love, and Mars from initiative. So, let's say certain things in our life have happened that inhibit us from taking initiative. We've tried risking things and maybe we've experienced some failures or some setbacks and then we might become shy of taking risks again. What happens naturally then to your vitality is it's going to get depleted because you're going to suppress it. So we all have an impulse to take an initiative and when we hear that, we need to figure out how to take that initiative when and where to take that initiative, that's a part of elevating our vibrational frequency. Moving a little further out on the planets, Jupiter and Saturn, one of them has to do with our ability to expand, which is our ability to push beyond our limits, and the other one is the ability to know what our limits are. So that if you extend out beyond your limits, right, then you're going to make yourself vibrationally low. No one said that Um, you know, you couldn't have that slice of chocolate cake. It's just knowing what your limits are. If the last time you ate a slice of chocolate cake and it was a three-inch thick wedge covered in a half-inch thick of icing and after you ate it, you didn't feel so good, then you should recognize those limitations and recognize that that's lowering your vitality. Whereas if it was a, you know, smaller size piece that was more moderate and you ate it and it didn't seem to make you feel worse at all, well, then maybe you actually can have chocolate cake, you know. So I think a lot of, um, you know, making sure that our vitality is at a specifically good level, let's say just running um, normally, right, we're not having to press ourselves, 
There's nothing really going on that's making us needing to press our vitality, stress us out. At those times, we need even higher vitality. If we were somebody that had a new baby in the house or we were about to get married or we were going to buy a house or we were going to change jobs or relocate or whatever, you know, anything momentous, then during those times we actually have to do things that elevate our vitality specifically so that we're more capable of handling the stress that's going to be placed on us because of those occasions. Vibrational frequency, resonance, you know, what what are you resonating? You will attract what it is that you resonate. So attraction is based on that. <clears throat> If you are, um, you know, vibrating a frequency of love and harmony and abundance, then you're going to attract, you know, freak of abundance into your life, love and harmony and abundance. If you're vibrating, you know, sadness and despair, then you're going to attract it in your life. There's an old expression that's like, the universe sees in you what you see in it. <clears throat> because it's a pure mirror of who we are. I'm going to check that 323 caller one more time. 323, are you there? All right. So, um, <clears throat> this experience that we have of our beingness, if anyone's ever, for instance, drank a lot of coffee or smoked a lot of cigarettes or anything like that, and then you stop doing that, <clears throat> sometimes you notice a real rebound in your energy because you are, you know, off of something that was actually depleting you. People sometimes who eat really badly and then they go somewhere and they do like, you know, a fast or something, let's say a supervised fast. They might feel bad for one day while their body is overwhelmed by toxins that are coming out of their cells. And then all of a sudden in day two or three, they feel fabulous. They're like, oh, my God, I didn't know that I could go without eating. And now that I've done it three days, I feel like I could do it for a month. That's the thing, is that cleansing, laughing, listening to peaceful music, listening to positive people, meditating. Meditating, we can't forget that, right? All of those things are the things that elevate our vitality. And any foods that are dense and any substances like drugs or alcohol that are heavy, smoke, liquor, right? Um, all of those things are going to bring the vitality down. So... Um, Saturn, while it creates limitations, it helps us to know, you know, when we need to stop so that we don't affect ourselves in a negative way. Maybe we can have a glass of wine and go to bed and not feel all nasty while we're sleeping, you know, sweaty and weird and, you know, like getting up two or three times at night. Maybe we can't. We don't do that, but if we have three glasses of wine, we feel that way. And I'll tell you, that's not good because if it's disturbing your sleep, it's disturbing your vitality. It's disturbing that resonance. It brings you down. You know that expression, that old expression, don't bring me down. 
well, I'm bringing me down like that is bringing me down from my natural high on life, my natural ability to be at a vibrationally high frequency because I take that kind of care of myself. I resonate with a field of love and abundance and and good health and creativity and magic ensue in my life. And the outer planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, they provide another specific kind of energy that provides a vitality. Uranus is our ability to be spontaneous. If you have some fear of spontaneity, then you're really not able to really adapt to life because spontaneity shows our ability to adapt. So Uranian energy rules change and sudden change and our ability to change, you know, when circumstances prevent them present themselves and um the uh the idea oh well we can change we can make something new of ourselves we don't have to be in a rut we can stir something up yeah it kind of goes with initiative because you have to take the initiative for that but sometimes change is thrust upon us from outside of us and we have to be able to adapt to that so vitality is also a part of adaptation can we remain you know, at an elevated frequency if we can't adapt. No, we can't. It would be bad. It would be bad if we weren't able, if we were actually in such a rut in our lives that the only way that our vitality was maintained was by a rigid routine that could not handle any sense of spontaneity or like a curveball just from the universe, right? Okay, so you go out to your car every day and you go to work, and you go out to your car one day, and you, there's the, the tire is flat, let's say, or something. It doesn't start. The engine just goes, eh, it doesn't start. Well, your ability to adapt to that adequately is another part of keeping your, your elevated frequency high. You have to be able to handle that with, you know, a lot of grace because if you don't, then you're going to also get depleted vitality and the resulting things that can happen, which are, you know, not health, not wealth, and not magic. I know, you're getting it. You want that healthy, wealthy, magical life you keep yourself elevated, you keep yourself boosted up, you don't let anybody bring you down. Neptune. Neptune is interesting because it provides a certain kind of vitality based on our ability to transcend. It's a little bit spiritual, you know. If we I think I think we can gain great elevated um states of consciousness and in a great elevation in our vital force and, and in our resonant frequency if we're connected to the spiritual world in some way, if we recognize that it's more than just this physical thing that we're living and the way in which it seems, you know, the way we're operating in a body and trying to make money and get, you know, whatever we're trying to do to like make our lives happy and da da it's so much more than that. It's so much more than just that um, you know, individual earthly struggle. And if we know that, if we have faith in that and we can feel that in our lives, I think that that creates an elevation in our vitality. And then Pluto is, um, you know, probably more difficult for people in some ways because none of us really like loss. And it's hard for us also to see the thing that's reborn on the other side because sometimes even when we do see that, we're not really, um, you know, we're not really satisfied with the exchange. 
um, you know, sometimes someone can pass away and then we see how that transforms our life or in what way we grow from the experience. And maybe we can appreciate that, but we would certainly want to have this person back uh, who we lost. So I understand that too. And I think that's why your ability to let go and um, recognize when something has come to an end and be able to transform that into something new, your your eloquence and your proficiency at being able to do that is another thing that increases your vitality and allows you to move forward with grace and uh, a greater ability to have health, wealth, and magic. So, um, yeah. It's really it's a it's a constant struggle for all of us because we're always operating on the physical plane and under physical guidelines and like I said before we all would also like to experience the uh excitement and enjoyment of the physical body and sometimes those activities uh you know they lower your vi- your they lower your vital frequency they do at a certain age, I think we make a choice. You know, we say, well, let's just try and do the ones that are good for us, like going to a good comedy or going to a symphony or going for a hike in nature, uh, you know, sitting and meditating by a creek instead of what also might make us happy, like chocolate cake and cocktails with friends and a big old steak and a rock concert. There's nothing wrong with those things. They're all quite good, actually, especially if we really love them. It's that over time, those things are more dense and they're going to bring us down. So if we spend too much time in that kind of energy, then we're certainly going to see our vitality be lowered. And, um, you know, the kind of happiness that's delivered from that is not the same as the person who's meditating by the creek. And if you need me to explain that, I will. Happiness is on the inside. person who's meditating by the creek is finding that. They're being touched by something that's extrasensory. They're not having to be touched purely by a sensory experience. Oh, that tastes good. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, that feels good. Yeah, that's great. And that can elevate up your vitality, but not when that's all it is that we're doing to create our happiness. We have to seek and find the higher vitality on the inside, not just from experiences on the outside. Um, I think that's it. I think I'm going to leave you with that tonight. Now I have a few minutes left, but um, but it was good, and I like getting out what it is that I have to say. So if there's nobody else that wants me to do a reading right now, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave you with Fly Like an Eagle. It seems good to me. I like this one. And I'll see you next Thursday at 8 o'clock on the Inside Connection.
to fly.